Hello and welcome back to Round the Archives in Conversation. Hello. Uh, hello, Lisa. <laughs> hello, Martin. Hello. Hello, Paul. Hello. Oh, good. We're all still here. Everybody's here. Everybody happy? Yeah. Or, or, or adequate? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, adequate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, um, and I guess we might have to give a spoiler warning, we're going to be talking about how series ended. Mm hmm. And how we think they might have continued had they gone for another mm. season or whatever. So, I've got some ideas written down. Mm. But, Paul, you, you've made a list as well. Yes. So, Paul, throw me a series and how you think it might have gone. Well, there was one that... Uh, Dark Shadows is one that I've actually been in a situation where I was asked, but only for a fanzine, to write what would have happened had the show continued into well for the rest of 1971-72 and I actually sat down uh, this was about 15-20 years ago and wrote about uh, like a year's worth of plot lines just in, in brief uh, as to, to, to where I thought things might continue um, I can't actually remember a lot of the detail but the thing about Dark Shadows is that it was often set in different periods of time for quite a, lo a long time. And Dark Shadows actually finishes in the past with, with um, a plot involving earlier versions of the Collins family. And it never returns to the modern day, which is where it started. Um, literally, you just get a, a voiceover, sort of... Um, and also, by that point, Dark Shadows was doing alternate timelines and everything. So... Um, it, the the storyline finished in that past in the past, but it it didn't sort of go back to nineteen seventy one to see what was going on there, which me means that I think it would have been quite easy to have continued the show uh, and just returned at that point to nineteen seventy one and then started a new plot line, introducing new characters or bringing back old ones. Um, it, it would have left it in quite a good position had they wanted to to, to continue it, but. Uh, um, that that's the, the most unfortunate thing is I did all this planning, and then I don't know whether the person who'd asked me to do it was so kind of gobsmacked by the fact that I actually did, did what he'd asked me to, uh, or, or then sort of kind of um, decided that he wasn't going to use it after all. <laughs> so um, at the time I was writing one of my own projects, and I just transferred all those plot lines into that series. Um, as potential, you know, as potential future plots for that show, I would just have changed the names. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's the only time that I've actually, uh, you know, I've got theories on other shows uh, as, uh, as as I will, I, I will probably say later on. Uh, but that's the the only time where a particular show I was actually asked to do that that um, uh, in actual real life sort of thing. But, uh, but is Dark Shadows, from your description, just a show that just stops, really? There's no definite end point, really? Well, that plot, that plot line in that time period stopped uh, or came to an end. I mean, at least it, it was wound, the story was wound down and finished. And probably at that stage, you would have expected it to have returned to the modern day. Um, which was always my favourite part of the show. As much as the show is set in the, in the past in many in many periods, I I always enjoy seeing everyone running around in 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 their sixties um, and seventies um, sort of casual wear. Um, I remember Elizabeth Collins wearing a, a dress that the pattern was so weird it was strobing on the screen it looked like a vortex you thought you might <laughs> fall into it but uh, that could have been a plot line actually that could have been a way of them getting to a different dimension was to fall in <laughs> fall into elizabeth's dress but <laughs> sucked into people's soft furnishings yeah <laughs> um 
<laughs> so, yeah, I, I always kind of liked the because it is fil- filmed um, mm. in the sixties and seventies, which is now historical and interesting. Um, I, I always liked seeing those episodes uh, more than I did people just putting on sort of period costume. Which is I kind of I have the same problem with to a certain extent with Hammer films compared to Amicus films. I like seeing the like Tales from the Crypt and stuff with people wearing seventies clothes rather than Hammer where people. Are, but anyway, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> I do like the the costumes of the era. Well, we're all going back to seventies hair now, aren't we? So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But Martin, is there a show Hello. that you? wish had carried on and do you have any thoughts I, about where it might have gone i'm, I'm kind of intrigued I, I i always am amazed by the fact that uh, taggart managed to go on for so many years without taggart uh you know the, the, the actual lead actor who was the title character of the program mm-hmm. dying uh but instead of, you know they didn't rename the show you know so taggart became a word that meant murdering Glasgow I think really <laughs> if, if if that's not too bizarre so I kind of think the same thing would have worked for something like Dixon you know I mean I mean I know a lot of people thought Dixon had had Dixon or Doc Green had had its day but you know they could they could have done a sort of uh, Dick Green Doc series you know <laughs> as it were um, you know they could have actually done that and um, it, it would probably have worked I think you know it, they, they could have quietly re- retired uh, George Dixon off and kept the show going. I mean, it was it was difficult because Andy had already left at that stage. But um, yeah, I think there was enough in the characters to sort of continue doing that sort of police series. Although I suppose because Zed Cars were still running, they would have become too similar and it would have been a problem. But uh, I think it would have been interesting because it's weird, isn't it, Lisa? Mm-hmm. That the penultimate season of Dixon feels yep. like it's very much an ending doesn't it it does you get that speech yes. and then the camera pans up to the blue light yes at the end yeah but then you get a whole nother season mm-hmm. on top which so, I think works reasonably well yes yeah, so maybe they thought the previous season was going to be the last and then got recommissioned and thought, yeah. thought oh but you, you sort oh, of like seven yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you you've thought about Sergeant Wills as the lead character yes. haven't you Yes, well, I, there was. I think there was a possibility at the time that it would carry on without um, George Dixon or Jack Warner with the character of Sergeant Wills um, in the lead, and I think they would, the idea was that they'd just call it Doc Green, and it'd just be around the police mm. station yeah. and the di- various different characters. So, because you got sort of Richard Heffer joining in that last season mm. as a policeman, and you know the, his character really never went anywhere because he only had that one season. And the last episode is very bizarre as well because it's all about a, a reunion, isn't it? Yeah. And with George Dixon and a lot of ex... I can't even remember if they're army people or, or whatever, but, yeah, it's a really weird sort of I've got, I've got a quote from Joe Waters, the producer, um, talking about John Nathan Turner being, like, typecast with working on Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And he says pretty much the same thing happened to him on Dixon. Um, and, and the quote goes... I used to like John. He was always full of enthusiasm, but I know he was always very disgruntled when they wouldn't let him do. Let me turn the page. Anything else apart from Doctor Who? <laughs> uh, it's the way I got typecast with Dixon or Doc Green, but I was lucky because Jack Warner was so old it had to be ended. If not, I'd still be doing it. I'd <laughs> <laughs> um, be like, uh, Ken, Ken Ballo, Ken Ballo. <laughs> but you see, the fascinating thing to me is what about if they'd actually combined the cast of Zed Cars with Dixon and, and done another police series that <laughs> was like Doc Cars or something? <laughs> Doc Cars. <laughs> that might work, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I just feel you had two very strong you know, casts of supporting actors, all of whom could have. You know, raised their game and, and actually made an interesting series. But I think there was this feeling, wasn't there, in the mid seventies, that oh, police series is now the Sweeney, mm. you know, and and that's what they should look like, and people won't watch bloody old, um, uh, bloody old. And of course, Dixon was was doing some incredible stories, and and, and Zed Cars were doing some incredible stories at that stage. So you know, and instead you, uh, it's Zed, the Zed Cars slot became Angels, didn't it? Really. Mm. More or less, would you, you say? Know. Would you say that the bill was more like Zed Cars or Dixon? Or, or I think it was. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen. I, I did watch the bill for a few years, but I, I don't know how they compare in the types types of series. 
um, there were certainly more sort of local crimes and more day-to-day beat type stories. Yeah. That I, well, I, I just think that those stories are interesting to tell. I mean, you, you know, some, sometimes we forget that it doesn't all have to be sort of, you know, screaming car chases and everything like that. And sometimes, you know, life is more about these small moments and these are the things that devastate people you know i mean as we're finding out at the moment you know it's the it's the little things in life that actually you know affect people more and maybe you know the problem is that if if you if you decide that everything has to be action-packed all the time you start to lose that kind of storytelling you know i mean the bill i don't really know that well i don't know yes. whether you see many I've, lisa again you want warren for that warren's yeah warren's quite our sort of local on expert bill. on that but, but there's one with sylvester in isn't yes. there Yes. It doesn't P, doesn't PJ Hammond write one or two? I think he does. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're quite as odd as he said. Cars episodes he writes because I'm not sure he can get away with it in the eighties. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. A- I I watched the Bill and uh, I know they're totally different, but to me they were kind of the, the, the I watched them at the same time. I watched the Bill and Casualty both before they became quite as prolific as as they. Was, I, I watched Casualty, for instance, when it was 12 episodes a year or whatever, and the bill was maybe on once a week or twice a week, perhaps. Um, but uh, uh, but sort of maybe in the very early 90s. Um, you, do, you do get the impression, though, that they were, they were floundering around, really, for, to find something that would fit the Z-Cars-Dixon gap in the schedule. And actually, when you think about it, they had so many good actors and so many good characters already in place. Instead of floundering around, you just think, you know, instead of saying, oh, these are all old, we need something new. I know, I know this is what happens when, you know, new heads of BBC One or whatever come in. But they just kind of think, no, actually, that was good. Why don't we give it a tweak and do some more of it, you know? But Martin, you mentioned um, Blake Seven there for it, like for like the unexpected ah. e- extra season. Yes. And uh, I, I just I just love the idea that they find out they're doing another season when it gets announced on the end credits. <laughs> uh, that's just such a wonderful idea. Oh, we're, we're doing a fourth season. Um, yeah. But then I think you almost get to the point that a, f- a fifth season would have actually been easier to commission um, and wouldn't have been so much of a surprise. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to do the spoiler warning thing again. Yeah. Um, but although that, episode appears very final at the end mm-hmm. there are ways around it aren't there oh yes, yes absolutely yeah. yeah i mean the fascinating thing for me about Blake seven is that it, every single season ended with something apocalyptic mm. <laughs> <laughs> it could have ended at the end of any one of those years you know and it, it was almost like they were they were daring them to cancel them yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, but of course but the end of series three they have blown everything to smithereens and then you think oh by the way we're making another one you go oh great um, what have we got left? Hold on, you know. <laughs> what What are the most convincing theories you've heard for a, se- a season five, Blake? Were they Were they dead, but, he, but somebody survives and they continue with a new cast, or were they just stunned, or, or have you? Uh, I don't. There's so many different theories. I don't even know which is the most credible. <laughs> I've got the Afterlife book somewhere, you know, which was I think was I think Avon and Villa were kind of surviving in that, from what I remember. Mm. Uh, it's a long time since I read it, but it's um, so there was a kind of semi-official follow-up book. But um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure everybody. Certainly, I imagine loads of people on uh, Horizon, the Horizon fan club, have their own theories yeah. as to what happened next. You know? Well, I mean, it's fairly obvious. There's only one gun that actually produces any blood, for, mm. for one thing. Mm. Yes. So the rest could all be stunned. Yeah, um, and it's very much whoever wanted to come back next year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think the but basic idea was that if they'd done a fifth season, they would have said to people, "Do you want to come back?" And if they wanted to come back, they'd be alive, and if they didn't yeah. want to come back, they would have killed that character off. So, but be- bear in mind, you've even got that Blake clone knocking about, haven't oh, you? Gosh, yeah. So it doesn't yeah. even have to be the original Blake. No. So you know, yeah. anything's possible. I do always, I do always struggle in these series though when when there's some vague plot point from three years ago that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to remember. <laughs> well, that's you'd true. Have to, you'd have to, they've had to signal that very, you know, carefully by having a lot of flashbacks or something. Yeah, you know? yeah I, remember, I remember they did something like that with. Um, I used to watch Quantum Leap, but then by the final season of that, I was at university and I wasn't really being able to watch every episode. And I remember watching the last episode and it was oh, referring devastating, that, it isn't refer- it? That, that last line is absolutely devastating. Mm, yeah. I, well, I, well, I, I just don't. But the thing is. 
they were referring to like I don't like it when they they refer to like a particular episode you have to have seen in season one and uh, yeah. I remember watching it and thinking I don't I don't I can't follow this now I've only been not watching it for a few weeks <laughs> um, of course you didn't necessarily have back in the mid nineties you wouldn't necessarily have had all of the episodes no. to have, have watched um, um, whereas now you could. You know, if you had a box set, you could go back and go, oh, OK, right, I see what they're talking about. But again, not every viewer has the box set. Do they? No. I mean, the fascinating thing for me is, is is kind of the reverse of what we're talking about, is the X-Files, which really, you know, please, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't even remember what I saw those later seasons. I can't even remember where we're at as far as, what you know... I can remember a scene on a dock on a dockyard or something in the last episode, but it wasn't like a big, you know, it could have continued, but uh, um, even more if they wanted to. But I kind of, kind of lost uh, interest. Yeah. Uh, it, it is kind of weird. I mean, those, those kind of left hanging episodes. I mean, there's so many series in America get cancelled before mm. they've had chance to actually sort something out and sometimes they do finish it on a cliffhanger it's really quite annoying you know but but you get sapphire and steel with us as well you know which is like how do you get out of that (laughs) somebody's got to write it i'm sure somebody has written it but i'm quite happy with i mean i saw somebody on facebook complaining about the last episode of sapphire and steel being one of the worst endings of any series and i've i remember thinking don't agree with that at all i I like that i like that ending a lot um, it's probably more satisfying than the end of Blake 7 because it's harder to get out. I mean, I tend to think, oh, the end of Blake is good because, yes, they're all dead. But, but then when you think about it, yeah, they could have been stun gun. But with Sapphire and Steel, um, it, it, it is pretty satisfying, I think. I mean, it's weirder with shows. I was thinking of like the Owen Allen shows mm. uh, where they're not, they don't have arcs really. So they like, just stop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Lost in Space just stopped. Mm. And um, I have a feeling that Voyage Bottom in the Sea has a sort of um, an episode that works okay as a last episode, but obviously those characters are still continuing mm. off screen, so that it's mm. not a sort of. But then that's the case with a, a lot of things. I, mean, I was thinking of, you know, the last scene of Ace of Wands is, is like a big explosion, um, mm. but I, I, I don't even know if that was meant as a sort of, oh, will we be back, or, or what that was supposed to be, or whether that was just a coincidence that they wanted that episode. Be, um, I don't know whether they even knew it was their last episode when they made it. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it is kind of, kind of weird because there's only America, there's always that syndication they want to be able to show them in any order, don't they? So mm. they don't want, you know, if it's, you know, unless it actually has that kind of arc, you know. But I mean, you think about the first series of Doom Watch, if they'd not made any more, it would just have ended with that explosion, you know, yeah. and it would have kind of like, and it might have been better, you know, in terms of people's memory of the show, but, mm. but, but. I just uh, there are moments where you just think ah oh. I mean the thing the thing I get about about Sapphire and Steel specifically is that you, they've, they've been, you've you've put these people into a trap you know and that's that's mm. great you know yeah, yeah. but but and you've really in the course of the six story is it six story six yeah. stories yeah. you've not actually found out anything really about where they come from what they do why they do it you literally know no more mm. And one of the things that I'm constantly quibbling about over on the uh, the Big Finish sites is these people who want answers to everything. Mm, I don't like they answers. Want to, they want to know, oh, what what happens when that happens? You think, well, isn't it best just left as a kind of, oh, you know, so to your imagination? It'd probably end up yeah. being really boring if you found out lots about them. I, I want mystery. I don't want the answers. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's that, that whole thing about, you know, um, the, the time war, you know, specifically. It's just like... It's kind of like there as an abstract, but once you start picking at it, you know, it uh, kind of it can be fascinating, but it can equally be a bit well. Once you've once you've established that, you can't do anything else with it. Mm. What well, one series that I've paid more attention to recently that I I'd only you know I hadn't so much uh, are things like um, Dynasty and the Colbys. UFO knew, is that the UFO? Yeah, I, yeah the Colbys is. <laughs> I, I always knew that. Fallon went off in a UFO at the end of the Colbys but now I'm finally going to see it I mean I pretty much bought the Colbys just because I want to see that but what, what, what I, I didn't I think I knew that Fallon came back to Dynasty after that but I didn't right. know how they dealt with the fact that she'd um, van, you know, gone off in a UFO and apparently what happens is that she appears and she's ranting about the UFO and eventually everyone sort of thinks she's 
been unwell and just and doesn't believe her and eventually the plot line just kind of fades away um because because you know I, uh, it, it, it's sort of yeah that sort of, sort of fascinates me that uh, uh that you know why bring her back into dynasty if you've done that to her you know uh, um but yeah kind of I didn't realise, I didn't know the story behind what happened to her when she came, she showed up again. <laughs> um, she could have been, she could have, she could have bumped into Mulder and Scully. <laughs> Had it been a few years later, you've got a crossover between the Colbys and X-Files. That would have been a very different series. Yeah, not only have you got to remember everything that happened in the first series of the X-Files, you've then got to remember what happened under Colby's ten years <laughs> Well, I think Dana Dana could probably have pulled off some big some big shoulder pants, um, a yeah, bit bigger hair. That's, that's true. They did a they did a, a X Files crossover with Millennium though, didn't they? Or, mm, yeah. or to try and wrap up that series, you know. So that was that was. I enjoyed Millennium. I keep thinking I must rewatch Millennium. I think it's a good, good show. Yeah, but, it, but again, it was one of those ones that different producers took it in completely different directions each year and, and kind of just ignored what had happened last year. Mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, two, two of my other shows that I really like, which are soaps. What one is Sons and Daughters? It has a very good final episode with where a lot of things are resolved, and there's a, a murder in the last few seconds that there's been building for years. The 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 the, 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 the sort of rivalry between the 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 um, uh, the characters. But I think what, what I do wonder is a lot of the other characters don't know about this murder at the end of because that literally happens in the last few seconds someone you know, this character strangles somebody and, and and although it's kind of very dramatic and i really like the last episode i still would like to see what's the fallout from that again like dark shadows it could have could have continued because you know all those families would have been affected by what happened in that last episode mm. because i guess it's just a matter of drawing the line i mean the last episode of prisoner also has a big sort of revelation where um one of the bad warders who's who's been sort of who's always been um uh successful all the way you know through the later part of the series gets her comeuppance and Mm. um but obviously you know it's a show about people in in prison and people come and go so uh Mm. although that is a good final episode it could have continued Mm. um um, you can never totally, unless the prison's closed down and all the characters are dispersed. Um, it, it would, you know. But even that, I mean, that's happened on um, Orange Is the New Black. They, they've closed the prison and dispersed characters everywhere, and the show's continued. Um, they followed the characters rather than the prison in that show. Um, Fair but, enough. To, to, so yeah, it's, it, it's uh, yeah, endings. Endings are curious. It pieces. is. It is kind of weird. I, I think if you've invested. In, a, in characters, sometimes you feel they've had a satisfying, enclo- you know, enclosed life, and you've seen as much as you need to see of it. Mm. And then other ones, you think, oh, I wonder what happened next. I mean, mm. you've got uh, your very good friend Boise, you know, doing his thing <laughs> post uh, when he falls on horses, you know, and that, and they can make all other series of of characters that you you know and love already. You know. Well, I mean, that's another one. Um, You've got uh, the last thing, the last time you see John Steed in the Avengers, he's going up into space with Tara, um, <laughs> and yet a few years later, I mean, they never, they never, they never tried to um, plug that gap and say, oh well, he came down and uh, and Tar- Tara's now doing this. Or, um, they do fleetingly mention previous companions or mm. pre- previous assistants in the New Avengers in one of the episodes, but only sort of just. Um, just sort of um, maybe in, a photo, passing, a photo, yeah. in passing, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so, uh, so so yeah, it's kind of interesting to see, to see what John Steve's up to five years down the line or whatever, having returned <laughs> from space. <laughs> um. <laughs> I have to ask. Um, there are, of course, shows where it's been planned to do another season. And yet they they never quite get round to it. So I'm thinking, first of all, of of the tripods, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm, based on a trilogy and we only do the first two and then leave it hanging. (laughs) So I I don't know. Did did you know how the tripods would have gone at the time? I think I've read the books since, but it it was never one of my favourite shows, I have to say. It just did, did seem to drag on anyway with two seasons, but... 
I, I, yeah, I think I the second year was better. I, 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 I remember getting quite into the second year. I was at college then, and, and I think we we did sort of gather to watch year two because you know, but year one was a bit was like farming with occasional. Yeah, I don't think I came back for season two. That's the trouble. It probably was the more interesting, but I I, I remember being you know the whole episodes where you don't see tripods and stuff. Is mm. um, they went to the big I city, I think, yeah. in the second series. Yeah. So it was it was a bit more. Bit more uh, peril, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. Perilous. Don't know but where what, what, I was when season two was on. But, but what do you think about the proposed stories for seasons twenty-three and twenty-seven of Doctor Who? So the what would have been the season with Colin Baker that starts with the Celestial Toymaker, mm-hmm. and the Sylvester McCoy ones where sort of Ace leaves and Doctor Who's in a safe and his new companion finds him. So. What do you think about what those stories might have been like? I, I have to say, having seen the writer's room for season 23, or, or not the writer's room, the writer's pub. table. The writers thing, go down the pub. Whichever it is. And eat pies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think we were better off with what we had. Right. Because looking at some of the stories, they don't look very good. Which ones don't you like, like, uh, like the sound of? I can't even remember now. There's one with Sill and the Ice Warriors and Woolly Jumpers, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, that's Mission to Madness, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? Might, is, that, is that? Yeah, no, they're the ones that the, the, the Target books are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Mission to Madness and uh, yeah. Nightmare Fair and all that. Yeah. yeah. And Ultimate... No, not Ultimate Fair, they do all that. Ultimate, yeah. Ultimate Evil. Yeah. Which was the one that would have been filmed in Singapore? Was that the That's oh yellow fever? Oh, and how a, to cure it? Oh, yeah, was an Auton one, wasn't that it? That was yes. the Autons. The yellow Master, fever and how Rani, to cure it, isn't it? By Bob mm. Holmes, a three-parter, and I don't think Bob even started on the script. That's so. just too much. Yeah. Too much stuff. I, yeah, but I'd love that. to see the. I would have loved to see the storyline for that. Just, yeah. just to see what what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> He was thinking, oh, "There's too many elements in this." <laughs> give it, give it to Terry. <laughs> it would have been nice to have seen just, just something simple like the Autons in another country. Um, so you didn't have, wouldn't have to make it that complicated. You could just stick to those elements and then work a little plot round. Because it, it was, it was some. It was only three part. It was something like the Master and the Rani are in a sort of s- street circus or something like yeah. that as well, wasn't it? They yeah. were like performing. I'm just imagining kind of like the, the, like sort of the a, worst sort of form. Ailey's master doing a sort of one-man band with a flat cap on the ground. Sort of. Don't need, don't, need any, don't need any of that. We just need some autons <laughs> killing people in a shopping centre in Tokyo or something. <laughs> or the, sh- the shopping list approach really wasn't great, was it? Really, to be yeah. honest, it was. You know, I think I, even you know with the ones they made, some of them feel a bit oh, just one thing too many. You know, I have to keep heaping them on. The the the, the autons should be, you know, should be doing something with autons and without involving other characters, that, you know, other baddies. Yeah. And what about writing out of Ace? Because it wasn't the idea she went off to be a time lord or something like that. She went off to it on a spaceship or something, Was didn't it? she? Yeah. 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 Open yeah. universe. I've heard of those. I've heard because yeah. Big Finish have kind of done versions of, of that season. All right. Know. And they're all quite entertaining. I, I, you know, they they do at least the, the way they've done them in, on in Big Finish. They sort of sound authentic, you know. So it, it, I think they've done a run of the four stories, you know, and uh, I enjoyed them actually. Weirdly, I didn't think I was going to. I mean, there was one of those things that I waited till they had them in the absolute dirt cheap sale. But mm. I sort of listened to them all, you know, in a in a in a week, and I thought, yeah, that's quite entertaining. I, I was quite happy with them. You know. I mean, and well, whether they would have worked on screen is a different thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, the problem was always, wasn't it? I mean, the, the the budget was being stretched and stretched and stretched all the time, and sometimes it started to show. I mean, you actually, it's, it's the same thing with uh, two doctors. You know, what you don't really need much. You don't need the Androgons really, or you don't need the Sontarons really. You, you one or the other, and then, but equally, you're going to bring back the Sontarons, then kind of forget what they look like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the. Um, Behind the scenes crew were a bit more stable f- for a season twenty seven than a than a season twenty three as well. Yes, so, true. Um, they kind of knew what they wanted to do and didn't, mm. just didn't get to achieve it with with a season twenty seven. I remember the first time I read about that scene with the safe. Uh, I read it in DWM however many years ago when they made it. It sounds wonderful. It really does sound so sort of just. Nice, a nice quirky thing that would have been very visually interesting, and you, and you would have gone, yeah, I, I, I could, I could handle that. I like that, you know, I like that as an idea. 
you know there's lots of there's lots of good ideas in that season you know and and I feel that somehow the the missing Colin Baker season it's all the ones they did do as target books especially are all just you know because we'd already had these years of oh we'll bring back this we'll bring back that and it it was starting in many ways to feel flabby you know I have sometimes have bad dreams about what the ice warriors would have actually looked like <laughs> <laughs> you know and and how how shoddy would they have been could they have only they'd have had a glowing one? red eye that flashed when they talked yes <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> and their underpants hanging out <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's one thing they they would have got very wrong i'm sure mm. you know i can't think it's what, actually but... quite weird that isn't it it's, it's almost like somewhere between 1976 and 1980 whatever three they forgot how to make rubber costumes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's let's move on to um, sort of when sort of people occasionally burn their own bridges, and I'm mm. thinking of the goodies ITV because <laughs> um, I enjoyed that ITV season. But then the bills starts coming. The bills start coming in, don't they? And mm. ITV go, oh, maybe we won't do a second season after all. Mm-hmm. And then the goodies can't really go back to the BBC at this point, can they? No. But um, one of my favourite ones from that ITV season is the Arthur C. Clarke one. <laughs> and I'd just <laughs> like to see the goodies taking the pee out of more ITV shows. And I'm sure they could have pulled off a few. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I always think there was more potential there. I, I, I don't it would know have been if nice if they'd bought back the adverts, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get Tim covered in even more beans. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but the, of course there are some shows uh, which are utterly forgotten now yes. which we're starting to discover mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're disappointed to find out there's only one season of it yeah. or in some cases half a season mm-hmm. so lurking over here I'm just just going to stretch over um, here's our here's our DVD mm-hmm. of Zodiac uh, now d- oh, yeah. d- does that name ring any bells with you two? Yeah, I've got that. You've got Zodiac. Have you, have you watched it? I haven't watched all of them, but I've certainly watched the first couple. Um, yeah, sort of interest, interesting, sort of. Yeah, I think I think if if I knew there were lots of seasons, I, I probably would have been more enthusiastic. Um, because when you know, when you find there's only one season, it's sort of like we don't want to like get into it too much. Because there's only these six episodes or whatever there is. <laughs> well, that's that's a silly thing. Um, it, it, it's called Zodiac, and they only mm. do six. Yes, they don't even do the full yeah. Zodiac. <laughs> they don't even get round to twelve. No. <laughs> <laughs> half a year and half a year, <coughs> half a year. <laughs> but yeah, we're, isn't we're, um, isn't one of the series of uh, Into the Labyrinth something similar? I don't know. Cause something about. Well, well, Into the Labyrinth, the first two seasons are Ron Moody. Yes. And although they're yeah dreadfully cheap mm-hmm. they're not bad yeah. but then you've got yeah. Chris Harris um, <laughs> who yeah we've mm-hmm. never made it past the first episode no. have we no. and yeah no. it's What's fairly the, bad um, what, what year was Zodiac made oh, it's early 70s isn't it it's hang on if I open but is, it af- is it after Cat Weasel because the second year of Cat Weasel is kind of Zodiac symbols isn't it Yes, I think it is. Yeah. This is seventy four. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Uh, February nineteen seventy four. It starts. It's always been mentioned by John Pertwee in um, Who Done It. Every time he, he announces Anushka Hempel, he says about <laughs> Zodiac because that's the Anushka's been acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of course, she's mm. she's ex of. Um, UFO, isn't she? Yeah, she's in UFO. She's in Space 1999. Yeah. So she she has got a few more things yeah, yeah. to her credit. But they're just like little parts, I think. But then UFO mm. never goes to a second season and it sort of mutates no. into Space 1999, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. So but having looked at it, it looks sort of dreadfully dull. What? UFO. What, UFO? Yes. You're not a fan, Lisa? Well, we can, I consider, we consider doing it as a, for a possible for, uh, future edition of um, RTA and I looked at all the episodes and I couldn't actually find one that I. Oh, you really should watch Time Lash. That's a great. Yeah, one. I think the thing about UFO is actually that when it, they they had a mid-season break when and they lost lots of the actors mm. and, they, and they had to sh- 
shift to a different studio. And the ones they did afterwards are brilliant. The ones with, um, uh, what's her name? Wanda uh, Ventham, yeah. Yes, those are the yeah. best ones. Uh, yeah. I prefer the, that era of UFO to anything of Space 1999. Yeah. The Mind uh, is yes. the one where they go behind the, and suddenly everything's just a set. Yes. Yeah. It's an astonishing piece of television. You know, it's uh, fabulous. I love it. Yeah. yeah I, love I always did like UFO, but then again, I was probably the right age when it was on, you know. <laughs> But there are some very, there are some quite laborious ones. You know. I actually yeah, started recently. I started. What I I bought the set and I decided to watch it backwards to sit. So I I was, a, I was aware of of, um, uh, of of sort of sort of when one the Ventham left and then you suddenly were in the, the image because uh, I thought well I like all the later episodes so I will watch it backwards and that might make it more bearable to watch the early ones. Mm. But. <laughs> well, I mean George Sewell basically yes, yeah. is, is turns into one the Ventham <laughs> yes, yeah. in a kind of bizarre kind of a way. But um, but she is in one of the early episodes mm. very briefly, you know. So she is kind of part of the you know team. Yes, it was. Yeah. But um, but uh, George Sewell. And UFO didn't seem the greatest mix, to be honest. Is it? It, I mean, he, you know, when you watch him in Special Branch, he's very good, but it kind of, it kind of, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I never really know whether the sci-fi thing was really his thing. He kind of feels like he's walked into the wrong program somehow. So. <laughs> <laughs> but what other shows would you like to see more of, Lisa? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm just looking at the list, thinking. Um, I, th I think I would have probably loved to see more Ghosts of Motley Hall. I think that's pretty cool. We could have done another series of that. Okay. I think because that finishes on quite a final note mm. in some ways. But uh, oh. yeah, possibly. What about a proper? What about a proper last episode of Rent a Ghost? They yeah. Would, uh, yeah. The last season just ended with uh, every week with the "Don't go into the cellar." Yes. <laughs> so, so the last episode just ends like that, like all the other episodes of that season. It does. So yeah. they don't, they don't yeah. ever go into the cellar. No, they <laughs> well, always go into the cellar. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I think I've yeah. seen the scene. They go into the cellar, and um, there's sort of Amy McDonald and a policeman or something yeah. like that. And then they they all aren't they all dressed as like 18th century or something yes. like that. I don't yes. know quite what's going Can't on there. Can't remember but, what's going on here. But yeah. I, 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 I did actually dig out the novelisation the other day and went you in did. the bath with it to, to explain where the, the <laughs> dragon actually it. came from because <laughs> yes. it's to do with lighting the boiler yeah, or something yeah it's to do with firing the boiler isn't it yeah. Bernie Sinjin Bernie Sinjin which is oh. a, quite a good joke yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately he's done by the same people that do Dobbin I think so well, I think they're in the same shot yeah. sometimes. So unless they're nipping around really yeah. fast, I think you've got to have some. Well, I think it's people. done in the same way. Oh, right, I yeah, mean, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it's but, a shame they didn't do an episode involved going to the sea and then bumping into the Merca or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a crossover. <laughs> people want the Daleks in Blake Seven, but the Merca in Rent a Ghost. That's yeah. what you need. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> And they wouldn't have had to pay people twice either, would they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Paul, have you got any any more on your list or not? Well, I've, yes, I've got Bergerac because um, I, the, it interests me that um, the last two years of Bergerac is increasingly set in France because he gets a, a French girlfriend whose father owns a vineyard, vineyard, and. Um, uh, and then he, in the final series, he even leaves the Bureau des Etrangers and becomes a special, like, private detective. But uh, then, but then it jumps on again for the very, very, very final episode. Uh, he's back on the drink. The French girlfriend's dumped him, and I can't even remember where he's he, he's living. So, that, I mean, you still get Charlie Hungerford and all that sort of thing. But... Um, and I think there's maybe some ray of some ray of um, hope that maybe he and Charlie are going to do some business thing um, beyond the final episode. But again, because Bergerac didn't die in the last episode, um, it, it could have continued. It could have continued anywhere, really. Um, could have done one-off specials or something. Yeah. yeah. Bergerac in a box. Well, he did have a bit, <laughs> and, he, and, and uh, he did have a bit of a. There was there is a gap of a few years between mm. Bergerac and uh, Midsummer Murders as well. I'm, I'm sure mm. he was doing other things, but he probably could have done a special once a year or something. Um, mm. But yeah, it's so yeah, it's, it's sort of 
feels a bit a little bit up in the air um mm -hmm. although i'm kind of it's kind of nice that it it has broken out of the the um uh, the formula of just being set in, in Jersey. I mean, the, the thing I would have liked to have seen most of all on Bergerac was the Ice Maiden, played by Lisa Goddard, having her own series because <laughs> a female rattles or a female sort of um, you know um, villain, and she was mm. she played. That's the best thing I've ever seen Lisa Goddard get because mm. I didn't was Bergerac, and um, she so so should have had a um, a. Uh, it's like the what was the the girl on the bus in in the Doctor Who. Uh, in the desert mm, one yes yeah. same kind of thing I suppose yes, kind of yeah. I tell you so that's that's the kind of thing that interests me because I mean sometimes it's the actor isn't it who wants to finish it you know I mean it's why you never got any more shoestring and why you got Bergerac you know mm. <laughs> well there is that quote kind of... and I, I think we talked we've talked about it before where yeah. Andrew Cartmill says uh, John Nathan Turner went upstairs to talk about future projects and was really excited he came back down and he was simmering with fury. He said, they offered me Bergerac. I said, I'd only do it if I could fire John Nettles and change the location from Jersey. So I'm just trying to imagine the John Nathan ah. Turner version of Bergerac. In being Brighton, wasn't it? Yeah. Definitely being Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, wave at Jersey occasionally. Uh, Ber Jersey. Bergerac would have been, well, we'd have brought a bit of dynasty in and had Bergerac in a big... Um, like like some, some explosion, and he had to have plastic surgery. When he emerged, he's played by some some actor to John Nathan Turner's um, sort of um, choice choice. So that terrible be... tasting clothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and, see, uh, now you've made me might've... think of the last season of Hello Hello. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, where I think it is definitely a show that goes on longer than oh, the gosh, war, isn't yes. it? But, um, Twice as long as the war, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but you, you suddenly get um, hair flick having plastic surgery, don't yes. you? Yes, yes, and coming back as, as a different actor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and do you think that, that might works? do any? No. When you talk good. about long wars, I mean, you've got MASH, you know, and I think MASH has about five Christmas episodes in, in the course of it, if it's running. <laughs> I absolutely adore MASH, and I could have quite happily sat through more and more years of MASH, but I think it possibly had you know run its course really uh, it, it kind of interests me with when characters are recast and um sometimes they explain it and sometimes like i mean as i'm seeing in dynasty um one of the the carrington's son stephen carrington um vanishes at the end of season two is is heard to be in, in a big um, oil refinery explosion and then next thing you see he's covered in bandages and he comes back as a different actor so he's had plastic <laughs> surgery whereas um, I remember back when I was a schoolboy and Neighbours was popular um, uh, Scott Robinson who was later to marry Charlene was originally played by someone else mm. and they didn't explain it Scott just turns up and everyone's acting like and I'm kind of and I'm what I've never seen a show where a, car a character's been recast other than Doctor Who and I'm thinking how is he putting over the wall that he's Scott? Can't they see he's not Scott? And I just didn't understand. I was thinking, oh, they, it took me a while to realise. Oh, oh, they just recast it. And they're not saying anything. Uh, How did you cope with Donna Reed? Uh, well, you know, it's difficult. Because <laughs> there is a Ken, there is a Kenny Everett sketch um, about yeah. Dallas, yes. where Miss Ellie's different in every shot. Yeah. They cut away to, to Kenny Everett and cut back, and she's changed, and then cut away and she changes again. Because yeah. I've actually done yeah. that quite recently on Mrs. Brown's Boys, because one of the the actors that played one of the sons left, and they actually wrote it in that he had a facelift, and when they pull the bandages off, it's a different actor. <laughs> so they're still well, doing that now. Yeah. Mm. It, it looks... in, in, is it bread where? Some of the main characters change. Yes, yes. Yeah. Bread, uh, bread, you get at the change between um, oh, I can't Joey. We've gone in Joey, Joey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and uh, and Avalon. And Avalon. Yes. Avalon. Yes. Yeah. And it's always sorry. It's yeah. It always amuses me that it, it was described as it went from the clean-shaven Joey to the to because the, the the next actor that played him was. Had more of a three o'clock shadow, a three o'clock shadow, <laughs> a five o'clock shadow, whatever it's called. Depends how fast it grows. Yeah. Yeah. A seven fifteen yeah. shadow. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so. But well, the, you see, the um, the thing about uh, I've se I've seen one of the bread actors advertising Haribo recently, haven't I? <laughs> oh yeah, that's Victor Maguire, who was in Good Night Sweetheart, <laughs> as as, um, as the best friend. 
I was mm. I was looking at um, I haven't watched any of the new episodes of Dynasty, but I was looking on the website when I was trying to see which characters had continued, even if they're played by different people, and it would would seem that recasting is even more more, more the case in the current series. There's one character I think has been played by about three different actresses already, and they've only done like three seasons of the new Dynasty. But uh, mm. so yeah. <laughs> nothing's changed changed. it's Cagney and Lacey all over again (laughs) yeah Yeah. and also of course um, our Tracy from Coronation Street who goes up to her bedroom for six months and comes back down with a different head (laughs) she's like where's your garbage that that happened with Lucy Robinson on Neighbours and there were two versions and then there was a third version and to be fair that third version still plays her like has played her on and off for the last 25 years so so the third the third time lucky with lucy robinson um but uh and uh, i suppose with that as well they did cast people who were because they wanted to age the character up um they did they did cast people i suppose that, that is probably the case with tracy barlow as well but uh, and the current tracy has played it for a long time now so. she has well, yeah. some, sometimes the age jump is quite considerable though isn't it it's, yes it's, it's more than the the intervening years would have been. <laughs> yes, um, I'm trying to think of the names. I know there's at least um, there's another character on um, um, on Cory um, who should only be about thirty five or something, and, and when he came back, he already looked forty. Um, <laughs> and they, they kind well, of lost well, ten well, years somewhere. William Roach was playing younger, wasn't he, when it started? Yeah, now uh, he's playing, and he's and he's actually eighty-eight. So, so technically, yeah, yeah I think they, I read somewhere that he was he's playing five years younger now, right. now or it was a few years ago. Uh, that's when when they were marking birthdays, they were saying he was five years younger. When he does look good for his age, uh, he has aged well. Um, he had, he certainly had to do when I last watched it. But, uh, that's a peculiar acting career, though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> it really is. You think, yeah, you know, some people become actors because they want to do different things all the time. And he basically, when he was what, twenty, <laughs> had this role and has done it forever. I tell you, some of these Doctor Who's could stick around like that. I'll tell you. <laughs> I think, having been in the same job for nearly twenty years, I think. I think I'd probably be a bit of a William Roach if, if I were <laughs> if I was on Corrie. Well, like if you if, could, yeah. Mm. If, they, if I knew that I could stay, if I knew I could stay on the series, they keep me on. Um, is it Adam Woodyatt? Is yes. he still in? in yes, he is. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. so. Yeah. Um, it's quite interesting to see the show revolve, or, or what they find you to do. Um, uh, it is bizarre to watch a show uh, that you've been known for a long time and then watch the early episodes again, and see how young everybody's looking. Yeah. Yeah, and every time I see um, Ian Beale on his genders, <laughs> even in like magazines and stuff, he looks like he's gone through uh, lots of really his character at least has gone through a lot of. Tr- tr- he always, see, I think he's like living rough. Last time I saw, um, I, I never hear good things about that character. As far mm. as you know, he hasn't won the lottery or having a nice day. He always seems to get the the wor- the, mm. the worst of. Uh, <laughs> Mind you, they had a they had a couple of uh, Michels as well, didn't they? And a couple of Marks and the Fowler clan. I think mm. uh, that might be. Yeah. Uh, I think they resisted with Michelle for years, hoping that Sue Tully would come back. But now she's mm. a, a director; she doesn't do acting. So mm. you know, they finally went. Oh, we'll have to. We want her back. We'll have to recast her. But her last episode was the last EastEnders I ever saw. <laughs> so that's quite a while ago now. Yeah. I haven't seen one for a while. I'm trying to think. I think I might have watched it. I might have tuned in again when Den Den Watts came back for a while, and then I think I, I, I stopped watching again. And then I heard he was being killed off, so I, I watched. But that's that's probably okay. 15 years ago. Um, How about sort of more scripted endings of shows? And I'm thinking mm-hmm. in particular about the uh, last episode of The Prisoner, mm-hmm. which is bonkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it makes it, sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense in its own way, I guess, doesn't mm. it? So, you know, certainly the last four or you know four or five episodes of the prisoner, Magoon's mm. just got total control <laughs> and is mm. doing what the hell he likes, mm. and you'd never be allowed to do that no. now. No. But it, it mm. sits quite nicely, sort of in the sort of mm. the pantheon of TV as mm-hmm. as, as well, its they, own they gave thing, him the extra it? four, didn't they? The, 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 yeah. They'd done the 13 and they gave him the extra four and I think episode 
16 was supposed to be the end of the first season or something the, the first Leo yeah. McKern sorry the, the second Leo McKern but, but the one where he came back and that was supposed to be the end of the first series and then they were going to make a second series and basically everyone just went nah, nah, nah. And, then, and so and, and but those last four are just creatively explosive they really are they're astonishing pieces of television you know the um, what's the other thing though? Um, the uh, I, I think the, the 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 best thing is if they do do a proper finale. I mean, I know sitcoms have started doing it in America. They have real proper last episodes, and they're written as last episodes, and everybody knows it's the last episode. And these are the things that people tune in for, you know. So um, something like Cheers will get a proper final episode, you know, or even crazier to a certain extent, although in quite, not in the same way. And um, yeah, again, my my go-to is always the mash finale because I just think that's again it's an incredible hour and a half of television. Mm. I mean that I've, that I've, I've got mash at home, but I haven't I haven't got through it yet. It's, uh, it's funny. I always start with season four when I go through it. Mm. Uh, when BJ comes in, and I know a lot of people think the first three years are great and everything else is rubbish, but actually th- that's when I that's the era I remember and, and that's why I just go from the beginning of season four right through to the end then I usually watch the, the first three seasons after that you know? yeah. Sometimes so always en- mine always ends with Henry's plane going in the sea so it's a bit sad really. that's my <laughs> way of watching it <laughs> when I was watching I was interested to be reminded um, when I rewatched This Life recently that uh, at the end of the second season um, uh, various different things have happened and maybe different people, characters are going to be going off to do other things but I think the intention uh, was because right at the very after the titles you see like a, an advert in a newspaper saying rooms for let in a house and someone circles it I think it maybe the premise was that even if the regulars don't come back you'll have a new house full of people hmm. which would have been quite interesting um, I know they did that I, I didn't really watch Skins but I think with Skins didn't they have characters characters who who as they got too old for the show moved off and new ones came in I suppose like Grange Hill so um, it was the same house but different people yeah oh, um, so it would have been quite, quite interesting it, idea actually. it would have been quite interesting to have seen what a third season of this life as it was they did a, a movie like ten years later as mm. to what those characters were doing rather than um, if, if there had been a third or fourth season I, I guess they wouldn't have done a ten necessarily done a tenth anniversary because they would have just been the the, the original cast, and it the old, been, it, yeah, it wouldn't have made, wouldn't have mattered so much because mm. uh, they'd have had lots of other people mm. in that house. But um. do you, what do you, what's your feelings generally on the idea of the spin-off? Do you, what do you all prefer spin-offs or do you prefer, you know, extended runs of the original? Um, trying to think of. Can anyone think of a good spin-off? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Softly yeah. Softly is technically a spin-off yeah, of is, Dead yeah. Cars. Yeah. And I think that works, okay. The, the only trouble is, the really early stuff we haven't mm. seen. No. So, you know, we, we no. know it more well, it in its exist, task force, in its yeah. task force mm. incarnation. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think that's, that's perfectly reasonable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, but what I mean, I suppose I'm, what I'm saying is it's a spin-off that, that is the continuation of a series. I mean, Dead Cars carried on, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what I mean is, it's kind of like like Green Green Grass is a a, a follow on series to Only Fools and Horses, but it was there was a there was a gap, and then there was a different show. But what I mean is, is does anyone do you feel that ever, ever is that better? I mean, Frasier is very good, isn't it, mm, compared to yeah. Cheers? Mm-hmm. So that so it does work. I'm just I'm just wondering if anybody else has a, has a a kind of favourite spin off or one that they think exceeds the original. I mean, I guess some people. Again, it's not really my my area, but Happy Days leads to a fair few, doesn't oh, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you get um, Joni loves Chachi and Morgan Mindy. Yeah, and Laverne Morgan and Shirley. Mindy, of oh God, you get yeah. three from it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, out of those, I probably I think Morgan Mindy works the best. Mm. I quite like Laverne and Shirley as well. Actually, I've seen a few of those, and uh, mm. they're quite fun. Because all the the Law and Orders and the CSIs had spin-offs, but they they did the same thing where they kept on going with the original. I was just I was just sort of wondering about ones that actually complete. You know, what was trying to extend the the story, if you like, when when the original cast have said they don't want to do it anymore. I, I just wondered if there are any any really good ones. That we yeah, I guess, I, guess, I guess we mentioned the Gentle Touch last time. We've got Cat oh, Eyes, which is a, I mean, and that was 
that was a completely different type of show. But I I, I know that it's, I think it must have been quite popular at the time. I mean, a lot of people. Um, well, three years, you know, three years. Yeah, and, and you sort of hear people of a certain age talking about cat size more than gentle touch. So I think it depends mm -hmm. of, of your age a bit, maybe as well. And, mm. um, and I suppose the new Avengers falls into that as well, yes. doesn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, we, we've got yeah. some. It sticks out half a mile, um, which is the radio sort of follow-up to Dad's Army. Yes, and right. I, I think I think that might have been interesting as a mm -hmm. as a TV. Yeah. show there, there there was the odd attempt to do it in in various forms mm -hmm. uh, but because you've got the sort of age of the cast yes it's it's a bit it's a bit Started awkward a bit but that, that's not bad no I, I, you know what i've heard i've enjoyed mm -hmm. so yeah. i might, might have been interested to see that on the telly yeah it, there is also um don't drink the water yeah, which is yeah. possibly not the most successful spin-off. So, so that's a spin-off from on the buses from on the buses yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah what about is it Grace and Favour? What's that called? Um, oh, the, yeah. The sequel to, yeah. The sequel to Are You Being Served? I don't think... No, yeah, that's not that's great. It's not great. <laughs> are, the, are the ones with the... Hello, hello, not Hello, Hello. Um, the other one. Um, Heidi Highcast. Are they spin-offs? Are they the same characters in different situations? Or are they just the same actors? They're just the same actors. Because obviously you've got... Right, so it's, that, they're not seen as... as no actual follow-up no because you actually got your run model she's set before Heidi High because yeah. that's set in the right. 20s okay. so yeah, she's the, the, the utilising yeah, the same yeah, actors yeah. yeah I quite like your run models yeah that tends to be more of a comedy drama because yeah. obviously they're 45 minute I've long not episodes I've not seen much of it but then I I, I quite like though Dr Beeching if only yeah. for its theme tune yes. and it's amazing crane oh, shots oh gosh yes you get a lot of wonderful mm. crane shots in that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but again Dr Beeching isn't actually the same characters no, no 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 I'm not familiar enough with them to be sure it's just the David it. Croft ensemble cast which we saw mm. last night in which, Pompeii in watching up Pompeii we started to spot <laughs> that as well yeah we're going oh god <laughs> Nicholas Smith pops mm. up, and but you see, you go, you also get that interesting thing, don't you, where you change the lead, and it's the same show, so you get Juliet Bravo with two two different sort of incarnations, as it were, mm -hmm. and you kind of think, w w is that better than doing a remake or I, doing a new show? You know, I, I, I guess crossing the pond, you've um, got Buffy and then Angel having mm. its own life. And and was the Barnet Woman? That was a s sort of spin-off. It was yes, Barnet Man, yeah. wasn't it? Um, yeah. um, but uh, I think I've probably seen more Barnet Woman than I've seen Barnet Man, just because I happened to have a box set of one randomly. Mm. Um, but uh, um, yeah, it's sometimes difficult to think of. Uh, of, of things that were actually spin-offs. Um. <laughs> I sometimes wonder whether where the young ones might have gone after that final episode with the bus mm -hmm. and the cliff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, could could those characters have transplanted beyond student life? I, I don't. I really don't know. Because because bottom mm. is in some ways, mm. you know, you you can mm. almost see the connection, can't yeah. you? So yeah, it's, and fil it's filthy rich and cat flap as well. Isn't yeah, it? kind of, isn't it? Uh, and you had suggest um, you had suggestions for what a fifth season of Blackadder would have, where when it would have been set. Well, Blackadder is the sort of opposite of some of the things we've been talking about, isn't it? It's kind of like the same cast, yeah. but in a completely different situation. You know? They often talked mm. about doing something um, like in the sixties, but I would I don't have thought it would have had the same because setting it around monarchies and, and kings and queens mm. and and sort of polit political um things mm. uh just setting it in the 60s where it would have been would have been a little bit uh, i'm sure there would have been it could have had sort of music mogul music moguls and all that sort of thing mm. but it's not quite the same because they could have they could have done the fifties uh, and done the Suez crisis <laughs> done it in politics, you know. Because yes. the one where you, they've built the time machine, yes, that special, the Millennium special, the Millennium special, that works quite well. But yeah. it's almost like you can feel Rowan Atkinson going, "Do I want to play Doctor Who or not?" You know, yeah. it's, mm. <laughs> it's just interesting yeah. that you can see that connection with the Curse of Fatal Death, which is around the same time, yes. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think if if you had done another series of Blackadder. You could have set it in the early 60s and had it around the Puma affair. Mm. So had mm. him as a sort of civil servant or a sort of cabinet, a government mm. member or something. 
So. But I suppose it would have been felt that the Yes Minister had kind of covered a lot of that sort of ground very well mm. at that stage. But yeah. also, of course, uh, there's another spin-off, isn't there? A yes Prime Minister from, from Yes Minister. Oh, yes. Well, I, yeah. I, I, enjoy, I always thought it was very like... Um, Blackadder, there was that one season thing, Let Them Eat Cake with um, French and Saunders, uh, that was set in the sort of French Revolution. Oh, that yeah. Was very, that yeah. was very, um, mm. and that's, and that's uh, I've watched that recently and it's um, very funny. Uh, it is Blackadder by any other name, really. If they could have gone further back in time instead of constantly going into a newer era, mm. do you think there are any areas of history you would have liked them to do? Well, well I, I think doing a Chelmsford one, two, three era would have been quite yeah, good. Yeah, so what sort of Romans and, mm. and yeah, ancient Roman Britain? Britain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that might have been interesting. But yeah. of course, Chelmsford's already done it, yes. so that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. But nobody remembered that, I think. No, no. That's got the TARDIS in it, Chelmsford one, two, three. So. Yeah, briefly. <laughs> or, or just go into the dark ages and do what you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I would just think, you know, different. What I'm saying is, if, if there are any sort of different courts, like you know, um, in in like the court of Richard the First or something, or the you know, if there was a, a different kind of of Blackadder you know, era, yeah. would you pluck one from well, the era? Well, I'm I'm still very fond of that first season yes. for for its sheer yes. sort of dirt. Mm -hmm. You know, it yes. is very squelchy, isn't it? it? Is. So. Yeah. And I, th I think that worked really well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure mm. which the first would work, purely for the fact they didn't really spend any time in the country yeah. for his entire reign. He was mostly mm. um, out in the, the uh, sort of fighting the Crusades. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he, he once said he'd, he'd um, <laughs> ransom London, he'd sell London if he could to raise money. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, I, I pluck a monarch from the air, and his history I know not where. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's sort but of um, you can actually get that one little bit of, uh, with um, Stephen Fry as Charles the First, who is far too tall to be Charles the First, far <laughs> too tall. So maybe a sort of a, a civil war. Yeah, civil of. war. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yes. You know, you could have them the, the Cromwell and that lot. Yeah, I could slip my Cromwell story in here now. Oh, what's your what's your Cromwell story, Lisa? Yes, Oliver Cromwell. <laughs> he nearly didn't make it to being an adult, Oliver Cromwell, because he, when he was a baby, he was visiting with his parents, his grandfather, and his grandfather had a monkey, and the monkey stole the baby Cromwell and took him up on the roof, <laughs> and had to be tempted down with jam. <laughs> so, if, if Saved he, by jam! Yeah, if he'd yeah. been dropped by the monkey, it could have been a slightly different Or they didn't have any jam. Or didn't have any jam. Yeah. Yeah. The whole civil war could have been very different. Well, yeah. it wouldn't have been, because you still uh, had sort of Fairfax and people like that yeah. who were the real sort yeah. of... But I just love the leaders. idea that Cromwell was stolen by a monkey. Yes. Yeah, and that's my pull-out quote for this issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a while I was to just get thinking, there. saved by the jam from going underground. I yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're running out of time again, so... Ah, um, we always... Yeah, I know, but, but Paul, have you got any more uh, ideas well, for the final episode? I, 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 my only, my final word would be, I, I was thinking today what a last episode of Tales of the Unexpected would be like if um, Voldar woke up in the shower and, and you realised that the previous seasons didn't, did, did not exist. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that it would have turned out to be dinner. Roald dancing in the title sequence. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh, there's an image. I'm not, I'm not sure he would have been up to dancing with his backpack anyway. Uh, did he have a back? <laughs> he, he, got, um, he was in a plane crash, wasn't he? All oh, right, yeah. okay. So he was in hospital for quite a long while, which is why he had a chair with a hole in it. So he had, in, in his study, yeah. in his shed, his study, yeah. his chair that he had, it was. I think he had a hole in it or something. It was so that he could sit there for a long while and it wouldn't hurt his back. Oh, right, OK. Because he... he, he I was imagining the hole was somewhere else. No, no. Oh, com commodious. <laughs> suffered with a bad back because of his crash, plane crash. That, mm. might, that, that might be why in the latest series, in the, some of the American episodes towards the end of the series, he suddenly pops up into, um, introducing some episodes but he's not he's they haven't got the usual sort of set where he which he had in the early episodes they, mm. he just seems to be start standing uh, standing in a dark 
studio with a chair, but he's not sitting in the chair. He's sitting, he's sort of got his arms around the back of the chair. So maybe thought, the chair wasn't up. He, he was like, I'm not sitting in that. <laughs> I thought he was going to be leaning on the fireplace in, in, a, in a Christmas card, the Dickensian way. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that thought, so, oh, we're, we're so, saying. I'm just thinking commodious, that's too much Claudius. Isn't yeah. <laughs> we'll say thank you for joining us. Uh, and we'll bring this in conversation to an end. So thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. And thank you, Martin. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.